Hello, Brew. Hey. How are you doing on this fine August evening? I'm doing pretty. I'm, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm a little confused. Well, let me let me start from the beginning. I was walking down the street one day, right? Uh huh. And I walked by my theater, and I saw that it said, uh, it had three words on it. It had old, and it had pig. Mm-hmm. And it also had Val on there. Old pig Val. Old pig Val. Like uh oh Val as in Kilmer. Yeah, like Val Kilmer. I didn't I didn't I didn't actually watch Val. But but I was just so struck by the serendipity of three three letter film names um that I immediately watched two of them. So have you have you heard about Old? I have heard about Old. It's um M Night Shyamalan's triumphant return to the silver screen. Yeah. And it's about a beach that makes you uh, old. And it's got the the kid from Hereditary and Naked Brothers Band in it. Yeah, it's got the kid from Hereditary Naked Brothers Band in it. Yeah, old is a movie about old. Um, now have, About getting old. Now, have you heard of Pig? I have also heard of Pig. I saw it fairly recently on, uh, on many people's recommendations. And I uh, did not think it deserved those recommendations yeah well i mean that's kind of what i'm here to talk about it also did have alex wolf of uh, naked brothers band and hereditary oh it did i i will say getting to see him play um a aged up eight-year-old <laughs> and uh a sleazy fail son in the portland restaurant scene back to back was an interesting I don't want to call it umami, whatever the inversion <laughs> of umami would be. It was some whiplash. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was basically the same character. They were both eight years old one way or another. <laughs> so the thing that I really came in to talk to you about, um, Dr. Dr. Bearhat, uh, is. Please use the non-binary Dick's Bearhat. <laughs> okay. Dick's Bearhat. I. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about... Okay. Um, <laughs> well, uh, here's the thing. So M. Night Shyamalan, very famously known for making bad movies, right? Uh, although M. Night Shyamalan used to be like a really good director. Yeah, and he, is, he has his uh, passionate defenders who argue that he's actually uh, good. Yeah. And that The Happening or Lady in the Water or the village or signs yeah or avatar yeah <laughs> or last earth are all actually good movies well maybe not those last two ones <laughs> was he always like this was he not i i actually insist that he was always like this and that uh you guys really got to go back and rewatch signs <laughs> Uh, because that movie is held together by thread, if you remember. They they should have called it signposts, because boy, does it signpost its themes. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, he's also very obvious. He's Well, his stuff has been like mostly religious, and I think that's kind of where people kind of peg him as a more serious director or whatever, because of the stuff with it, like his wife and signs and like all this stuff in like six cents and, and shit like that. Uh, mm -hmm. 
But he 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 kind of always been a goofball. His movies have been a little goofy. Uh oh. Yeah, goofy is definitely the way to describe them. I think this is going to be something I ring up every time one of his new movies comes out. Uh, do you remember that like Sci-Fi Channel documentary they made about him? Not only do I remember it, I'm looking at a copy of it right now because I bought it on DVD when I heard that he had a new movie out. You fucking psychopath. <laughs> I wanted to watch it. You ill person. I still haven't watched it, but <laughs> I wanted to. Have you seen it before? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw it when it aired. I was super into it, super into that stuff as a kid. Me too. I fucking love that shit. That documentary was full of lies about his life. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that was it was it was a, a massive, massive hoax to promote the village, mm-hmm. despite the village not being about ghosts in any way. <laughs> super super funny but i mean like that was the big thing on tv back then was like ghost hunting shows and like ghost history and shit like that i think people have a little bit of a humorless way way of looking at him and of uh, kind of how he does things and and his tone for approaching things meanwhile pig and i'm sorry to kind of hop between films here i just really just need to thoroughly kind of compare these two um Pig is a directorial debut of some fucking Yale grad. By the way, I walked out of Pig. Uh, here, like, okay. The brunt of why I need some therapy today is I liked Old way more than Pig. I like I thought Old was a way better movie than Pig. Everybody loves Pig. Everyone thinks Pig is really really good. I thought Old was fun, and Pig was not fun. Set fucking Nicholas Cage shows up at your work. And it's like, oh, he knew you 20 years ago, but I didn't, but he did, but you did. And now he's able, he just says things to you and now you're crying. Oh, you're crying because you've known Nicolas Cage for so, so long off screen. I hate Pig. I don't quite get where people, it feels like a movie that's made for people who think, who say that they're really into food. But don't mm. really demonstrate that they're really into food. Like, maybe they spend a lot of money on takeout. Yeah, because it was all of this, like, really half-baked, like... Do you, oh, God, do you remember all of the stupid shit? Well, okay, anything that has jokes... You, you and- really missed how bad the ending is. <laughs> how bad the ending sequences in that movie are. Oh, I didn't miss it, eh? Hey, oh. Um, hey, oh. I'm not missing it very much. Uh, anything that has a scene that, like, is making fun of, like, rich people food or whatever, like, oh, trendy, like, I get it, but it's like, I've, I've, I've heard that joke before. I've heard the joke before of the, the old grizzled guy turning off the classical music on the radio because it's for fags. I've heard that joke. It felt really, really dishonest, and it only makes sense that, like, it's by some Yale kid. Like, the movie is by someone that went to Yale. Yeah. I think probably the most insane scene to me is the part where he's dressing down the guy uh, who didn't, who made the gastropub or whatever instead of a, a pub. Yeah. And he's just like, you should have made it. And the guy's like, there's no pub, there's no pub scene in Portland, which is true. Yeah. Portland is absolutely true. I don't know what the a sports bar pub fucking thing would would do miserably in Portland. 
yeah like um and he has this whole thing of like well it's all about you know you build it and they will come and it's like cool isaac brock of modest mouse tried that it didn't work his bar (laughs) shut down because people did not in fact go because if you make something that people don't like in an area where they historically don't like that thing they won't go to it and you won't be able to run it because it turns out that it costs money to run things because well, we don't all live in the fucking woods with our truffle pig <laughs> listening to mixtapes that our dead wife made while we fuck our pig, which she <laughs> insists he did not do. <laughs> it also, I felt, had that, um, like, John Wick style thing where he can just yep. go where he needs to go and knows where he has to go next and has the right connections to Dude, do it's him. Like, Dude, kind it's of whatever. Him. To kind of god mode his way through the scene. A scene that he hasn't been in in over two decades. People like, yeah, there are people who will be there, but like everyone knows him. Nobody in there's the restaurant scene in Portland. There's no way there's like it's that many people who've been there for three <laughs> decades. Portland's a pretty big city, guys. Like it's not There's there's people like there's like twenty three year olds who are in the industry who don't know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> and they don't they just don't exist. And like that's I I don't want to cinema sense this film, of course. I'm not trying to do a cinema sense thing here. What I'm trying to say is that if you're gonna give me a John Wick movie, you can't give me a John Wick movie where nothing happens and it does all of these like god mode things so that a character can just move from set piece to set piece to deliver me some fucking like podcast inspirational like npr episode bullshit about how magical food making is motherfucker i know how magical making food is because i cook for myself (laughs) what if like instead of what if instead of like shooting you and kicking your ass john wick just did like a the moth episode at you (laughs) and it was like really epic if he just if he just did a uh he pulled out his phone and started showing you YouTube informational videos that are animated in that fucking <laughs> Google document style of explaining about the the unique approach that some culture has to food and how, when you think about it, perhaps Americans can stand to learn something from these simple people and the way in which they eat food. The ending of John Wick 2, where he's like looking around and everybody hasn't seen Okja is like the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, and I won't hold this against Pig, and I get a lot of people I know and whose opinions I, I trust really liked this film. I hope and those so people die. You, if you're listening, die, I, die, die, die. No, and no. so I ask you to defend yourselves. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so like, I, I'm not going to shit on anyone who likes this film or get something out of it. I'm, I, but I will shit on this film because I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a not very clever sleight of hand <laughs> is I guess how I would describe it. Yeah. Um, and, and I, last word, I guess for me on, on this movie, I can't, hold it against it because it couldn't have imagined it something really weird about this film coming out like immediately after a global pandemic that killed like mostly people in the restaurant industry and like kind of destroyed their industry (laughs) yeah which i mean i guess like you know maybe there's like that nostalgic factor that people have about about the restaurant industry Mm -hmm. but man 
very weird vibe to, to have restaurant fight club. Yeah, well, it's and, and, and for me to think about all the people I know who work in the food industry and how their lives were basically destroyed by it. Pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of horrifying. And I, I mean, like, that's another aspect of the movie that's like really, you know, another aspect of its kind of dishonesty is that it's just really using the restaurant industry and not really like actually intending to talk or like, I don't know, it seems like it's intending to talk about the restaurant industry, but not really anything that's actually substantive other than just like, oh, sometimes there's like really these really trendy restaurants and they, they're expensive and they don't give you a lot of food, which is like, thank you. We've known this since time immemorial but like they're like i've i i know people who work in food who could tell you like actual in-depth like horrible things about how the restaurant industry kind of sucks ass and yeah it was a fucking bloodbath these past few years it's unfucking believable but you said you enjoyed old correct i i fucking loved mid-size sedan Oh, I forgot that that was the the rapper's name. Yeah. One of the most, like, fuck it sort of, uh, like, rapper names I've ever seen in anything. I wonder if that's actually from the original, because it's based on a graphic novel. It's based off of Sandcastle. But yeah, I don't know. What did did you think of Old? I thought that it was an interesting um, push through M. Night's previous style, and that kind of came all the way around of, like, all the campiness and goofiness of his previous films uh, to arrive at like fully leaning into it in a way that delivers an enjoyable experience that still matches that like weirdness of his, of his other movies without feeling like a complete misfire. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't think that there's like not problems with it. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of, of, of things you could critique about it. It has the, that sort of classic M night ear for dialogue where he, he's very good at making people that sound at times, both very naturalistic and also like, but wrong. Like the actual lines are, the actual lines are fine, but the way he has them deliver them and like the way he like cuts up their lines just like makes the delivery sound wrong. Yeah. Well, I feel like he has a lot of respect or like a, he has this very sort of middle America sort of um, way of, uh, you know, because like signs is like very middle America. He basically just has these like very established actors doing these like very simplistic, like normal person lines, like things that normal people say or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and like, I think, I don't know that's a lot of where his like a success kind of came from initially and that that's even like the stuff that i liked about lady in the water now i'm not gonna say i loved old um i still would overall say that it's like a air quotes like bad movie uh same goes for like kind of a lot of his stuff um but at the same time i find a lot of it hard to get mad about uh just because and especially kind of taken into consideration with the fact that like even films like lady in the water kind of have this personality to them that is at least trying to be there uh and i would say the same of old where like you know say what you will about the film i kind of feel like these characters were pretty memorable um like they had these sort of emotional silhouettes to them uh in a in a way that his movies always try to do yeah very very 
broad characters to the extent that they're almost archetypal, but like still get to feel like actual characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, what did you what did you think of the uh, the visual design of the film? Because the big thing that I really liked about it is that he had some great shot composition in this movie, and just just ways he would move the camera around, uh, like the way he would pan from one action going on to another the way some things would move off screen and you'd continue to hear them while it kind of like slowly almost like lazily like drifts over to a character like much farther away who's like watching these events unfold yeah i thought it was i don't want to i don't want to say like it it stood out to me but it's like he is I I don't know. I feel like we're getting we're getting into this like age of movie making where it's like he's a director. He does director things, and that's like yeah. I I'm getting more and more like oh yay, which is like kind of concerning in a way. <laughs> what have the past few years of his career been like? There's been the happening, um, which was like his first like really just kind of not good at all movie. Although I mean like I don't know I. The Happening is still a fun watch um, because of Marky Mark. Uh, I largely. I, I, I was going to say, I think that's really interesting to me is how many, I have read so many people discussing how The Happening is a good movie actually and et cetera. And I can appreciate and understand all of their points of views. I cannot get behind the argument that it is a, that it is an actually good movie and not a like good, bad movie. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is objectively a a complete misfire but it is the way in which it blows completely past whatever he was going for that makes it a fun movie oh yeah it's definitely like a verdemic situation for sure that being said um old is very funny i mean okay like the twist like okay go on like first up so we all we all knew we all knew there was we all knew there was going to be a twist i actually kind of an obvious twist yeah which is i think something that i've heard as a as a critique before i don't know if you saw the twist coming in advance or not i i i had assumed uh are you talking about the twist with uh regards to the fact that the island is doing it intentionally yeah yeah, or like the the, yeah no i'd assumed that um i i initially thought i was going to dislike the fact that it kind of explains things at the end but the more I thought about it, the more I actually really like the way it does it because it it, it frames it in such this like epilogue way. Yeah. That I've kind of come around to it. Um I think the stuff before that where they kind of over explain things is still a major problem that M. Night has in his films mm. of, of characters over explaining stuff. Um you know, like the characters can figure out the rules of the situation they're in without them having to explain how they came to those conclusions and how they discovered these rules and why those rules are in place because it's a magic beach that makes people old. I don't really need you to explain yeah. what the what the what the rules are on it. You kind of could just give me any rules and be like, that's the rules. I, I have some sort of attachment as like a movie that would have existed in like the early aughts that I, that I, <laughs> that I would have seen with my like high school friends or whatever, I guess. Yeah, um, no, it, it it definitely has that vibe. Yeah but, yeah. but at the same, like, you know, at the same time, there's like a better movie and like a better movie idea that exists within, within this. And I think I would have rather 
like I would have rather been enriched, I guess, in gen- in a general sense. Um, even if I did think this was cute. <laughs> I, I believe that is about uh, time for us. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I guess I'll. I don't know. You still take my insurance, right? Um. No, I don't take any insurance. Oh, so the out of pocket yeah. is is. Uh, I don't know. However much you want to, however much you want to throw in, I guess it's kind of like sliding scale. Oh, uh, I see. But yeah. it slides off a cliff. Yeah, it slides. It 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 slides into a scale because I charge you uh, your money by the weight <laughs> <laughs> instead of by the dollar amount. 